Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals, check it out, and start your own podcast, let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcasts, and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. Hey, guys. Um, I want to do this review some justice. Um, I already did a review on Friday Night Part 1, but I also combined it with Friday Night 2 as a flashback review. Um, I just got done watching it, and of course the version I got was a print version from the VHS, but it was digitized to a high-definition widescreen. Let me say, the high-definition widescreen version of this, you go to iOffit.com, it's fucking awesome. It's like pretty clear on my 3D television, on my 3D Blu-ray player. So, I don't know whoever done it did a great job. Um, anyway, let's... Let's put this to justice now. Um, Charlie Brewster. Let me, let me just say, damn, the fucking remake of Fright Night. It was it was enjoyable to watch, but it wasn't enjoyable enough as the original. And I was saying to myself, yo, Charlie Brewster, I'm, I'm with IMDb.com just now. Yeah, this guy is in good shape. He's a good-looking guy. He can still do Fright Night. He can just do Fright Night Part 3. There's no need for a remake. He can just did Fright Night Part 3 with Charlie Brewster. He's back. Guy look like he's in good shape. Well, he could do Fright Night, another Fright Night movie. Oh well, damn. <laughs> anyway, Fright hey, Friday Night, Charlie Brewster in college. He got this hot chick, college chick. I had a major crush on her when I saw her. She she, she has like this tenure speed reading. But anyway, she's Charlie Brewster's girlfriend. You know, um, he he goes out visit his friend, um, Peter Vincent, in his little big cool house. He's still doing the Fight Night TV show, and um, when he was looking at the window, he noticed some of the which he seen Fight Night Part One was looking through the window. He see like these people moving in. He just like looking. He's like, ah, nah, whatever. He's going down. They walk out. He's having dreams about this female, sexy female he saw in, in Peter Vincent's apartment complex where he was living at, and. She she he th- he she he thinks she's a vampire, so him and Peter Vincent went to the to the lady's apartment. Knows they're having a party, and the woman was really a vampire. She was a performance artist. So when um Tony Bruce's character left, to cause he missed he had he missed out on his day with his girls, so he had to go see her real quick. And Peter Vincent stayed in the party for a little while. He looked in the mirror. He knows that whatever it's a reflection is a that's when he got all scared, like, he can't believe this is happening again. So he ran out, he came face to face with Regina the vampire. And he realized, and Regina explained to him that you killed my brother, which was the vampire villain in the first Fright Night movie. So Peter Vincent really liked what he's going up against. And he went on the run, trying to watch all the Brewster that you were, like, pretty much you were right, this, this woman was a vampire. But, um, so he, so he, he trying to go attack the, um, Vampire Queen, like when she, while she took his job as Fright Night host, they locked him in a insane asylum. Um, Charlie Bruce visits his girl while finding the werewolf guy. 
that was with the woman. The woman, the female vampire leader, had like some crew. She has a black vampire that rides a roller skate. She, there's another ghoul in this one. Her right hand man is a ghoul with a big muscular ghoul guy. You see, you will definitely look at his face because you see him in a lot of movies. Especially he was in Buffy Vampire Slayer season one, if I'm corrected. And the fourth guy is pretty much the werewolf guy, you know. And anyway, there was Charles Brewster's girlfriend fighting off the werewolf guy. Werewolf guy ran when his girlfriend, when Charles Brewster's girlfriend put the roses in the, in the werewolf's mouth. And then, um, but while Charles Brewster had those dreams, and during the process between the movie, he was already bitten by the vampire, and he was already possessed and stuff. Charles Brewster was in jail, and, um, the female vampire Regina freed him, bailed him, and she took Charlie Booster to her house, you know, and when he's gonna become full vampire, he's gonna have his first taste of blood, while Charlie Booster's girlfriend fought off the doctor, cause she, she went with the doctor, the psychologist, psychologist guy, who was like, trying to help Charlie Booster talk about his problem in the beginning of the movie, he, he became a vampire, and um, she fought him off, but the vampire, the psychologist vampire killed himself, you know, because she needed the guy's help to free uh, Peter Vista from the mental hospital. But when she realized it was a vampire, then she was, when he died, she took the ID. She went to the mental hospital, freed Peter Vincent. You know, they escaped. Actually, one of the mental patients freed, helped Peter Vincent out, but it had an opening to escape. So, Peter Vincent and the female, pretty much, this was the opposite of Friday Night Part 1, while you have Charlie Brewster's girlfriend from the first movie kidnapped. Help Peter Vincent help him out. This time it's the opposite. Charles Brewster is becoming the vampire, and you got his girlfriend Peter Vincent helping him out. They go in the complex building, help Peter, so I say Charles Brewster get out the building. They got trapped for a while, and they had to fight off the vampires, the ghoul, and you know trying to make Charles whatever trying to make Charles Brewster suck his girlfriend's blood. Um, Charles Brewster snapped out of it. You know he took the hands of the black vampire, roller skating vampire. And use it against the ghoul by the hand because he had chopped finger hands. And then you see all this bug splattered. Uh, before that, so you see them fight the werewolf guy because when when um, Charles Bruce was one of his friends became a vampire, they they killed him with the holy water. Um, Peter Vincent was going to get out the window, the werewolf trapped him, and um, Charles Brewster used to like the spear gun to kill the werewolf guy. And after that was before that scene, but after that, now we got him where he snapped out of it while he's trying to drink his girl's blood. And meanwhile, while the girl died, the roller skating vampire died. Now they're up to the last battle with the female vampire. Um, they fought her off at the sunlight. She's headed for the elevator, scraping through where to go underground. And pretty much, Charlie Brewster's girlfriend had to battle the female vampire out. And Peter Vincent helped them out by going on top, find the cracked mirrors, you know, reflection of the sunlight. They hit the basement of the elevator tunnels, right? And pretty much the vampire queen went to, Regina went to the coffin and she died out. Um, all in all, Friday Night 2 was good. I enjoyed it. I hope people didn't like Friday Night 2. I was shocked. Because I actually thought it was a pretty good sequel, in my opinion. You know, because I like Friday Night 1, of course, and Friday Night 2 was enjoyable. And it's definitely part of my childhood memories also, so, yeah. And, like I said, I went on IMDb, they could have done a Friday Night 3, I think, in my opinion. They could have done that. Screw that shit. They could have done Friday Night 3. There was no need for a fucking remake after all. There was no need for a remake.
know, rest in peace Roddy McDowell, by the way, let me just say that, good actor, I did some IMDB search on him too, as well as he did before, like, before he passed away, and I realized that he was the voice of Mad Hatter in the Batman cartoon, and I always realized, like, when I see the Batman anime series, you know, on Fox 5 and ABC CW11, and of course the Mad Hatter gets a, gets a spot on the Superman cartoon, all this time it was Roddy McDowell that did the voiceover for that character, because that Mad Hatter sounded pretty cool, I was like, Yo, what's up with that voice of Mad Hatter? Mad Hatter sounds pretty cool. Like, you want to see more of Mad Hatter, seriously. You know, I said, well, no wonder why McDonald did the voiceover. Anyway, yeah, Friday 2 rocks. I'm trying to get a transfer version of this, of course, on iOS.com. Um, the thing is, I, I wish it has a real official DVD release. I mean, this this has to have some good special feature, maybe DVD scene, maybe commentary, or, or behind the scenes featurette. Or what the actors think of the movie doing Fight Night Part 2. I, I would like to see a, a proper release for this Fight Night 2 and DVD. They should, they should just make it happen. Anyway, guys, peace and see.